No one tells me about it. What do you no mean? No one tells me about it. It's on the Jewish calendar, dudes. You the, both know. The Jewish calendar? Is there the like a global Jewish one? Jewish calendar. Hashem yes, just comes there to me is. and lets me know. <laughs> Joey, tell him about Hillel Zuckin. He set the Jewish calendar. Thousands of years ago. Thousands of years ago, which is like, listen, we could, like, it's been well-treaded territory. Second day is such bullshit, but second day is such bullshit. Yeah. If, if the calendar is older than the We've United already started, haven't we? The pod? Yeah, that's it's it's your discretion. Right, what's yeah. older? Wait, 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 wait! I heard some. Uh, what's older, the Jewish calendar or beer? Beer, by a lot. Beer's really old. Beer's as old as bread. How old is beer? Tell me, because I know the answer. You know the answer. I'm yeah. gonna say fifteen thousand years. It's pretty close. Thirteen thousand. Again, I, I think on a lot of things that is close enough to be considered correct. Yeah, I'm with Elif on this one. Is cheese older or younger than beer? Younger. Um, no, older. Can we do Bruchim Habayim before we get to our LCQs? This okay. is really getting out of order. Okay, uh, Bruchim Habayim to the Kufufa podcast. The only podcast where everyone here has a spotless record. Some for better, some for worse. Tony, that's a cool shirt. It is a cool shirt. That's a cool shirt. It is the coolest shirt. It is the coolest I have worn shirt. it to reverse my luck. I'm wearing... The second year Kung Fu Full Kempville Flat Football League t-shirt. Sadly, I lost the first year one uh, a while back, which is tragic. If anybody has the dark blue with yellow trim one, I'm desperate. I know Batal has one. He won't give it to me. If anybody else has one, I'm desperate. Is there a box of these guys somewhere? I think, we, I think we emptied it over the years. That's garbage. Um, I mean, who made that? This is, this is li- who, literally... Who made that shirt? Me on custom ink. It takes two seconds. These are stock images. We can do this right now. Ah, I see. Yeah, but I mean, does it even like I doesn't? Yeah, it says custom ink on the back or on the neck. Mm, the sweatshirt. Yeah, you have to pay extra to get that removed. Yeah, well, you you pay extra three dollars. You pay extra three dollars to have it removed. No, not the sweatshirt. Does Gabby's comfortable T-shirt say custom ink on the back? Nah, she paid to get it removed. She didn't want to be seen in public with it. <laughs> Chavez could Chavez. Um, we've all survived the, uh, the holidays and Tishrei uh, period. And, and, and that, that is a feat to be celebrated, honestly, even as the holidays themselves are cause for celebration. Yeah, but most of us spend Tishrei atoning for our sins. But lately, Tani, it seems that you've been atoning for your wins while I'm losing eight of your last nine Kfuffle matchups. It's not great. It's, it doesn't feel good. Kevin texted me today to check up on me, which honestly is good friendship. I had to say to him, it's not good. I feel bad about fantasy right now. And it's crazy because like, I genuinely think I'm making good choices. I'm still second in points. We'll talk about that later. And like, I have just, just in a vacuum, let's say for a second, I have a team that is very much in the hunt in uh, my Roto Baseball League with three days left. That's like a six-month slog. I'm like two points off of first place in there. I am winning in the finals of the fantasy baseball head-to-head matchup. And in football, my team that I care about more than any other fantasy thing in the world is second in points. But I'm unhappy with fantasy. When was the last time prior to this season that you were unhappy with fantasy? Last season. When you came in last place. It wasn't great. 
last year either. <laughs> I'm assuming this is just a continuous fact, like previous to your current slump. I don't yeah, think he's, it's he's ever lost been eight of this he's lost eight of nine. I might. I don't. Uh, I didn't care about the first parts of that. The three this year are very upsetting. Like they're, they're, how this was last is, year not upsetting? Because by the like those games by the end of it, it was like long over. I didn't care. That team was disaster. Uh, let me just see real fast if um have I passed you on wins? It wouldn't surprise me. Um you have career wins 59, and then so you are still uh what is this up to date? How are you that far ahead? Um you went undefeated for your bud. Yeah, but I've made the playoffs every year. We were tied before you went undefeated, <laughs> and now Elon and I combined are still four behind you. So you got Good. some time. You got four more weeks. You got four more weeks. I think I'm going to win this week. Like, I genuinely do. Do you, even though, you know, what's happened? Well, just let's, let, let, let's just say, we, I mean, we, 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 you put a whole segment for this later. We don't have to do this now. We, we should talk about sure. I, it. It is hard time. for me to save my encouraging stat for you. Um, okay. What, the encouraging stat that I have put up more points than everybody except for Ezra this year? No, no, no. I have a very encouraging stat for you. All right, I'm I'm very much looking forward. We've got a lot to get to actually. Let's do a little bit of a tease. We've got a lot of goss from the high holidays. We've got gossip from my mom, from Klein, from Ezra. Um, we've got Karsa Tov that I don't think anybody besides me knows what's what. We've got some Nathan stuff. We've got sobriety. We've got Shoal. We've got ducks. We've got a lot of fantasy stuff to get to. And at the end of the episode, we're making trade shiduchim because we want to make our way to Olam Haba. Um, but first, combined, Joey, if we all we all have to make one, then we get each a third of shares. Like, yeah, I mean, it's it's a group effort. Olam Haba is a group effort. Benanam uh, Lachavero is a group effort. But first, before we get to any of that, Joey, tell us me, tell us me, tell everybody uh, about these trips. Oh, I'll let a, a dean start. I think a dean's trip starts sooner. A dean, what's your trip? Uh, my trip's October 9th, eighth. Oh, is this Ex- one you invited me to? Yeah, this one I invited you to. Where are you going? Where, 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 right, where so are we're you going? going uh, Gabby and I are going to Maryland next next Shabbos. Uh, we're trying to get everyone together. Motse Shabbos. If you're in Maryland, show up. We're is then this going. Is this a you idea or her idea? This is a me idea. I have oh, ideas. We're, okay, he's an idea man. He is an. Adin is a transformed man since the the nader. Do you see this shirt? Do you see this? <laughs> since the nader of the of the drafting from the train station, Adin has really just been on an upward trajectory, and right now he is very much in first place in this league, having shirts, planning trips, having girlfriends. I mean, this is crazy. He all lives these in things, the all these things apply. Oh, not that one. Okay, fine. <laughs> he, 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 he got me like, on the size of the fruit you live from. Joey, it's about trajectory, right? Like you, you, we know what you are. You're consistent. You do weird things. You have girlfriends. You, you win football games. Okay. You care about fantasy football. Adin, he's on an upward trajectory. He's been adding things slowly, piece by piece to become this stripedy shirted man that is here on the Zoom call visual podcast in front of us. You give me a little bit too much credit for planning a trip. I planned the Maryland portion of the trip. There's a week after that, which I did not. A week? A week. We're going down to Raleigh working i mean i work remote i can work anywhere remote in raleigh a few days up to up to maryland through maryland back up to pittsburgh and then back over to new york cool and south um, to north yeah you got any highlights of what you're doing 
Uh, I honestly don't know. I don't plan. You gonna you gonna see some foliage? <laughs> we specifically did not book any foliage. You can't not book foliage. We booked zero there. foliage. Where there's foliage all over the place. I live in New York. It's full it's, of foliage. It's, it's foliage o'clock, Adine. Look at the calendar. Yeah. You, you really need to learn about the calendar, man. man. You go to Raleigh. Uh, Someone send me the calendar. You get some of that. I don't know. It's Raleigh on the Appalachians. It's in the Smoky Mountains and all. No, Raleigh is within North Carolina. It's a large state. I don't um, know. I'm showing up. I'll find out when I get there. But like Smoky Mountains is high on the list for top foliage places in the United States. Why are and mountains I, high on foliage? Smoky Mountains. In fact, as Tani, you'll appreciate this. I was looking at a list of like best cities for foliage. Coming in at number two is my favorite town in America. Apple, California. Tani, you no want to finish No way. Our favorite. Is it Gatlinburg? <laughs> yes, sir. Gatlinburg won. <laughs> a top three city in the United States for foliage. Shout, shout out, out to, to Get. Shout out to Dolly Parton. Shout, shout out, out to, to Bucky's. Shout out to Moonshine. Bucky's shout out to. Texas. Doesn't matter, dude. It's all a vibe. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> shout out to Ezra Schwartz, elite podcast listener. Shout out to you two having a domestic dispute. Oh, man. A lot going that was, on. That there was pre Gallenberg. It's all a vibe, dude. You two bring, you bring what you bring. You leave what you leave. You throw what you throw. Goddamn. Well, that's great. So, Kumpopal event, uh, what did you say? The night of October 10th? 9th? Jose Chavez, the week of October 9th. Yeah, let me pull that up right now because I have access to a calendar. And uh, Adina's inviting everybody to the Adlers on Saturday night, October 9th. Lest they risk being square. I will unfortunately be square. Shout out to Joey Rubenstein because I will be on a foliage trip of my own um, in in New England that weekend. Man, seriously, shout out to G4M right now. (laughs) Uh, That's awesome. What What kind of New England are we talking all over. We're going to Massachusetts, Vermont, New Hampshire, some New York. Are you going to stop by Jerry's uh, birthday party? No. When are you? When are you going up? Uh, that same weekend. I'm going um, October seventh through eleventh. Ah, the weekend before it's Jerry's birthday, and I was told there's going to be a bouncy house. I'm super excited, and I'm very much planning to go. I thought you were saying there's going to be a bouncer. I'm like, oh, I couldn't even go if I wanted to. There's a bouncer. <laughs> no, I think they were banging on you to be the bouncer. I'm just looking at the agenda. We're going to be here for at least 90 minutes today. Buckle up, listeners. This is going to be a fun one. This is going to be a fun one. Um, oh, wait. I don't need to buckle up. I'm not a listener. Yeah. And I'm also, you don't wear pants. Okay. But yeah. wearing pants. I'm, I'm wearing underpants. It's yeah. orcas today. So nice. what am I wearing? I'll I should have gone, gone with fire traps. Dark blue, oh, dark blue, Tani. Yeah, I do colors. Um, so dark blue I, barely a color, frankly. I wanted to start my section of the Gachabas with just an enormous hakara satov to the both of you. When I opened up the 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 agenda um, to to add my contribution, it was just so built out. So I just wanted to say thanks to both of you. You're great, awesome, and guest. Uh, I really liked what you had put in there. I'm super excited to get to it. And sometimes I feel like this podcast needs some Hakar Satov. You know, it's still Tishrei. I wanted to give that a little bit. That, that's, that's what I'm feeling right now. Well, that's beautiful. What's the deal with liners? Is this Simcha Liner? What's the deal with liners? Laner. Oh, Laner. Laner. Oh, okay. Wait, I have... Is this the Laner from the last one? Yes, sir. I have some intel from the Laner. I won't share the Laner's identity, but. He, 
I, it's not a she because it was at KMS where women are not allowed to lean at Youth Minion. However, 30-year-old men are allowed to attend and yell at the laner. Um, the laner says he for, he missed that word because the Sofair wrote them too close together, which I think is a blistering hot take to blame the Torah for being poorly written. <laughs> that is sus for me. Honestly, that is bad Baal Kriya stuff. You know, you know who's the Baal Kriya for, uh, for Chassan Torah and Chassan Breshis at, at Jewish Center? Ezra's cousin. You know who did not blame the Sofer for anything? That guy. That Probably because Ezra wasn't there to lambast him, lambast him. Ezra was for... literally there sitting next to me and was just oh, shutting so him off the hook. No, he was shepping Nachas. He was like, you see this guy doing a beautiful landing? That's my cousin. He went over to shake his hand like eight times. It's hilarious. <laughs> like, you see this guy skip any words? No, I don't think so. Honestly, it could also be, it could be the lighting in the youth meeting. Sometimes the lighting, the refraction on the words makes them too close together, makes you miss them. I could get it. I could maybe, get behind it. Maybe this kid's a little cross-eyed. And that makes the words too close together. I don't want to be doing cross-eyed or dyslexic type stuff. Like if, if, if that's actually a thing, then we should be making fun. I'm, I'm just not making fun. That, I'm just going to say that this kid messed up. This kid, this kid needs to put up some stones and just say, I am Moda. I made a mistake. I agree. I completely agree. He has a whole yeah. year to atone for it. Who cares? Yeah. Well, st- Klein is starting off this year. There's no real transition. David Klein, friend of the podcast. He, uh, he's already back in Istanbul. And uh, he was telling me today that he's getting advertisements from like, like targeted ads, I think, on Facebook for Gribbins. Adin, do you know what Gribbins is? Is it a type of food? Yes. Ah. <laughs> is it dog food? Honestly, a little bit. <laughs> um, I miss all food, that. I'm just going to assume you're wrong. If dog food is a spectrum, Gribbins is like pretty pretty high up there all right i'll give you dog food i'll give you a clue that klein uh gave his explanation uh this thing is um gribbins is having a moment of popularity because of the keto diet people are looking to eliminate carbs from their diet and is going to be an alternate to potato chips how is gribbins not carbs oh it's not battered i thought you were saying that it's battered okay it's no. just I... deep it's literally just deep fried okay I... Honestly, I thought it was grilled because it starts with a grill. I thought it'd be like grilled. Well, it's clearly not English, so like that doesn't. No, nah, it could have just been like a like a word joined a- together. Adin, it is spelled Gimel Reish Ayin Bet Ayin Nun Zayin Gribbins. Not in the not in the agenda. It's not. Got him. Well, I I I don't type in <laughs> Yiddish in the agenda. But the point of the story is Gribbins is deep fried chicken skin. So. Klein first got some and now is writing a story for the forward about it. I hope I'm not jinxing him by saying that out loud, but Adin, would you eat Gribbins as a snack? No. Joey. Sure. Adin and I are in agreement. I try it. Why not? Cause I'd eat, I'd eat, I eat CD lamb. I eat Gribbins. I'll try it. Why not? My skin is distinctly my least favorite part of the chicken. Would you eat deep fried grib skins? No. That's fair. That's very fair. Um, Joey, it's just Rex. Yeah. Oh, I'm understanding now. It's like R E X, but spelled differently. Yes. 
Okay. Hey, Vanti. Okay. Can you explain? Because now I need to like wrap my head around this. I'm having a little mind fuck right now. <laughs> uh, Dean, what do you think of the name for a dog, Rex, but spelled W-R-E-C-K-S? I love throwing people off with alternate spellings, especially when you like don't bring it up because it's just future tent waiting to happen. I mean, look at my face, <laughs> visual podcast. I am 100% thrown off. I, I thought about messaging a Dean like Tani clearly doesn't get it, like the way you're <laughs> reacting to it. Like, I guess you just didn't say it out loud, but I Dean, you not. got it. I right? was, yeah, I was I was in class when when we were having that conversation. But yeah, it's a Leonard Fournette, Leonard Fournette situation. <laughs> it's pronounced Leonard, the second guy. Oh, that's a, it's, it's good to have different pronunciations for people living in the same home. But it's like homonyms. Like, I don't care what juniors, you know, like what does Cal Ripken's mom like say when she's yelling at her son? Junior? She calls him Junior? I don't know. Just I, like I, was, I feel like Junior is a nickname by default. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure they sorted out. They have to they have to deal with this all the time. So good job is good job is to a couple of houses on the market in Kent Mill. Um, 1109 Kersey Road, a.k.a. the house to the immediate left of my parents, if you're facing the house, uh, is on the market. LCQ, how much is the it? The Tesla house? No, across the street from the Tesla house. Like literally, if you're like standing on my porch, it's to the right of you. Or if you're on the street, it's directly to the left of my parents' house. That honestly was a very shocking house to see, though. It's even like a ridiculously colored Tesla. Yeah, there's two Teslas. Yeah, one of them like... is matte and purple. The other one's very green. I like the matte and purple one. Obviously, yeah. shout, out got, shout out to all the mats on the block, whether they be Tesla or Levitt. Nice. <laughs> um, so how, uh, how much do you think my uh, neighbor's house is going for? 730. 580. Uh, Joey is much closer. It's offered at 679, but I was talking to my mom just now. We both think that'll go much closer to 750. Adine. We're going to start with you on this next one. 1712 Stonington, a.k.a. the house directly to your uh, left. No, oh, right. not the, the star house or not the star house? No, literally the, the house that shares a fence with the Adler. So um, I'm looking at the pictures on Zillow right now. It's basically the picture is taken from the Newman's backyard. And you can see on the right, the Adler's house. And on the left, this house. How much is this house listed for? This one's 580. 680. 599. Adine was much, much closer. This one's actually under contract. Um, so if you're trying to become neighbors with the Adlers, you better get going. Also, email emailadler at gmail.com if you think that might give you a bit of an in. Or email Barbara Cement. I don't think she is listing that one. Is though. it Shani Kugler territory out there? There's a third guy these days. A third like, guy? Maybe even fourth. A third guy? No, guy. There's, I think there are like four from uh, real estate people. Not to mention there are people who now work for Shawnee Cooler. I can't keep track. It's not okay. the, the from housing market. I have two brothers who bought houses this summer. It is wild. People buy houses without seeing it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually, I texted LCQ. Who did I text uh, the link to the listing for the uh, house next to my parents' house that then led to... Um, me getting a response of the uh, listing of the house next to uh, Dean's parents. Gavi. Gavi Adler. Gavi Adler. Both wrong. I texted a group chat of Ezra Newman and J-Ro. Because uh, J-Ro once joked that he was going to move to Kentmel. Ezra sent the, the, uh, the house next to the Adlers. Uh, which... Dean, what do you think of that cappuccino machine? Behind Tani. Behind Tani? Yeah. I don't drink coffee. It seems a little bit out of place to me. It, it makes it look like an office. 
or it's a little some too like official. Ele- it looks like a microscope all the way from back here, like some fancy uh, robot making factory. You usually have uh, alcohol on this. Uh, you do thing. have alcohol. No, it's but like bottles set out nicely. Um, Ari has uh, an espresso machine. Uh, it is a waste on me. It is wasted on me. I don't care for that stuff. Um, all right, Gassen Stuss, which is completely different and entirely not the same from what we've just been doing. Um, Adine, can we get a ferry update? I mean, I guess you're doing foliage. You're going to but not from Maryland. Yeah, I added that before I realized that we were talking about trips earlier. Like I said, this section completely different from the one before. This one's Gas and Stuss. Honestly, I thought you were going to be in Maryland. Like, I, I thought this would have been your. T- I know, but I thought it would have been the tail end, of, like Thagim in Maryland. No, I only That's went a long to tale, the Thagim for Rosh Hashanah. I actually have a standing invitation to go to Maryland for Shabbos this week, and that I've turned down. A standing um, invitation from your parents? I should hope so. From from Lindsay Goldman, who is driving down for the wedding of uh, Ali Turkheimer. Mm-hmm. You have a sitting invitation in the car to Banat Fro in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, I like that. that. I like that. Fro still works. <laughs> Honestly, I thought it was a ferry update because I take the ferry semi-frequently out of New York. Yeah, well, I thought, that, I thought that, that's what, that is what you're talking about. That That is what we were talking about, bud. Oh, it's very clever. I know. <laughs> I, I, I'm not Joey. I'm not Joey. Wait, wait what's, the, what's the what's clever here? Am I missing something? It's just a, a wreck it's a, situation. It's just a convenient it's euphemism a to talk about the things that Adin does uh, to, to participate in his relationship. Oh, you're just, it's just a code. Okay. Yeah. A euphemism. Yeah. Um, 114 update, another euphemism? Pass. Okay. 10-foot pole. That's what we say on this podcast, Joey. 10-foot pole. Speaking of 10-foot pole, um, I'm, I'm going to like just go out on a limb and share a story about Joey Elif that I don't have permission to share and just hope that it's okay by the person whose uh, story I'm telling. Joey, did you know that Liad and his wife have spoken about and completely agree that you are an objectively attractive man? They haven't met me in real life, so doesn't mean anything. I agree, but they said you're an eight out of ten. That's high. That's high. I don't that's, need that. I don't need that pressure on my life. That's flattering. Uh-huh. Well, I said, I said, Joey. Joey has always been witty and successful on the apps. Maybe he is a very photogenic boy, more than we realize, and uh, therefore can combine those skills to be very good on the apps. I'll tell you this. It took me a while to get 114 to agree to a date because, uh, quote, all my pictures look too different. So, Really? See, that is a 114 update. I appreciate it. And by a while. And by a while, I mean like over a year. Not like. What? Not one attempt. It's like over a year of matching and lapsing and matching and lapsing. That's Yo, still a this lot. is a backstory that is podcast worthy and you've been hiding it from us and I'm upset. Tell us every detail, please. Pass. 10 foot pole is how we speak on this podcast, Joey. <laughs> Ten I, foot also, pole. I also have a lot of stories that I sadly can't share on Comfortable, which is just truly disappointing. There's... I'm not even going to reference them. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I hinted in the, in the agenda for those who are lucky enough to be on the podcast, but like I really cannot... But it is um, it is just disappointing. So we'll jump off to my it's brother, other your own brother. No, it is a brother of someone else. That's can I do a non sequitur? Please, everything's a non sequitur. If I did this, would you blur it out in the? Uh... <laughs> Who are you, Eli Manning? <laughs> in the visual podcast, I love yeah, that. Can you blur that out? Thanks. <laughs> do you know this Eli Manning thing? 
Yes. No. Eli Manning. Okay, so he was like, he was calling Eagles Cowboys game. He was talking about like going down to Philadelphia for games. It's like eight year olds would flip me the bird. And he's like, you could blur this out in live television, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like a commercial break. He's like, I want to apologize for flipping the bird. <laughs> well, how do you think they could edit it in live television? <laughs> oh, man. University of Mississippi education right there. I was about to say Ole Miss right there. That's a. Uh... That's real quality. Um, some some Confuffle uh, adjacent uh, LCQs from my Yontif experience. Uh, which Confuffle star did I like just happen into a meal with uh, on the first day of Yontif? A Confuffle star. Star with one R, not to be confused with the Dean's former neighbors. Um, Roberts. Dean? Sounds like a good guess. I thought it would have been Roberts. It was not. It was Naomi Lieberman. Oh, does she live there? Yeah, she lives here now. She lives in the same build- building as uh, Avi's girlfriend, Debbie. We've brought this up on the podcast before. Um, she also brought a friend, I think her name is Sabrina, who is from Cleveland and therefore listened to the ad to crime. I've met her, I think. Yeah, she's real nice. She's not a teenage witch, though. As you don't know I mean, that. It was just probably not a teenager. She might have so, been in a past life. Is Sabrina being a teenager part of like her witchcraft that she stays a teenager forever couldn't fucking tell you dude when she turns 20 she loses her powers uh it's a cinderella situation interesting uh second lcq which um pair of kentmill sisters who are like solidly like two degrees separated from this podcast did i see chilling on a stoop down the street or i should say up the street from farmer abe's apartment eisenstein twins i was gonna say the eisenstein twins stop (laughs) but i said sisters yeah are they not sisters? Twins, not sisters. <laughs> You're making a point. You're making a point. If they, you cut no, them to not, not twins. Please. Not twins. But I like I like where your heads are at. It was the turds. The turds is is no. But I think one of the turds is lives in my building. Um, good guesses, both of you. No, it was two Janices. Uh, that is much closer. Yeah, it was uh, Mayan and what's the what's... Tamar? Tamar is the one my brother's age. Yes. I saw Mayan and Tamar sitting on it. We stooped. We discussed. They had a meal with my mother over first days of Sukkot. They said it was lovely. They were very excited to tell me about it. Good job, good job. I think one of them's engaged. Mayan, the one in Israel, is engaged? No, I think one of the other ones. Maybe both. I don't know. I don't know if I'm engaged. I don't remember. Hopefully, listen to the pod, Yari, will say. And then we cook at Shabbos, good Shabbos them in a proper way next week. It might have been Tamar. She might have told me about this. She was like asking me about Nashville. She thought about going to Vandy. Um, Sobriety. I'm doing that now after five days straight of really embracing the comfortable of Yantif, shall we say there was, there was a lot going on. <laughs> what was this comfortable? not an alcoholic league podcast. What have you? My, my whole thing is being under, under an influence while an influence. Yeah. All right. Uh, I, I, I didn't try anything new. Just a lot of the same, same old, same old Friday. Um, what was oh okay scale one to ten how rude is it to invite people to a meal in your home and then be Um, plastered before they show up oh um thought you're saying inviting them to stop uh pretty rude it depends if they know it's coming or not yeah if it's just like avi inviting you then like whatever who cares it was not it was people i had met for the first time and i showed up and they were just plastered and i was not part of the thing like we would have drank with them but they Uh, just decided they were going to drink without us in the word of the scholars eight out of ten yeah it was bizarre so i caught up with them real fast uh well yeah they're just stumbling around 
I, uh, I, I got drunk at that meal on Friday. Shabbat, I drank that afternoon and Saturday night uh, because Debbie Lee turned 25 this week and had a birthday party. And I have a birthday party fiasco that I'd like to run by the podcast. One to 10, how flagrant is this party uh, foul? Lefko, who is also under influence, um, you can guess which, um, made a bold choice of eating like two pieces from the birthday cake before it was served. Before it was presented or before it was served? Um, before I'm it was gonna presented. Give, I'm going to give that a 7.999. I'd say that's worse than showing up plastered to a dinner. 8.001. I'd, say I'd give it like a, I'd give it a nine. nine out of 10, 10 out of 10 party foul for 10 me. 10 out of 10, 10 party foul would be, Ooh. they didn't destroy the cake. Debbie took pictures with this cake that had like two thirds of the first row gone. And only oh, realized, a rectangular cake. Yeah, it was a nine if by it was 13 a circular pan, cake. It'd be much worse. It, it was a nine by 13 pan. And like most of the first row was just gone. Okay. You could hide that with some, um, with some angling. Yeah. She did Dean, do you agree? It'd be worse if it was a circular cake. They didn't even destroy the cake. I'd be, I'd feel like it'd be worse if they squashed it. 10 out of 10 is a little bit aggressive. Circular would definitely be worse. Um, Sunday. I drank all day. Also. Um, I woke up. Sobriety is. uh, You're not painting a good picture here. No, I'm saying since these five days, Friday through the end of Yantif, that was my not sober days, and now I'm living sobriety for a bit. Um, Sunday, Joey, do you have uh, any guess as to what my most flagrant act of anti-Semitism yet might be a hint at? McSorley's. No. Um, Well, as a levy. Um, you don't have a sister, but you did circumcise an entire town. No, I went to an Arsenal bar on Sunday for the North London Derby against Tottenham Hotspur and drank and celebrated winning a three-one victory over. You know, we don't say yeah. the Y word on this podcast. Yeah, Yid army. Yeah, yeah. That, that um, offensive. Yeah, yeah. Yid is very offensive when a non-Yid says it in England. It's actually quite offensive. Like they have problems with it. Um, so I went, I went to that because my homework this week for my writing class was to interview an immigrant. I just figured like I'd meet someone at the bar who was like, uh, come on, a native English speaker. Come on. Well, I ended up speaking, uh, with a native Italian speaker. Um, the bartender was like the coolest guy at the bar a guy named Cristiano spelled without an H quote, like Ronaldo, which is like a cool thing to say in a soccer story. Um, and uh, so the game ended at like 1230 and I, he told me like, I get off at six. Why don't you come back later? So I met, I met up with uh, some classmates of mine for drinks at McSorley's. The weird thing at McSorley's. Oh, not related to Trace McSorley. No, McSorley's is like a famous bar. The, the best in, athlete on the 2017 Penn State team. You are right. Um, and uh, the McSorley's is like all, all these famous like Americans have been there. It's like a tourist trap slash like also like a lot of famous uh, Irish Americans really like to be there. The pictures on the wall. What's weird about McSorley's. And again, one out of 10, how weird when you order one beer, they give you two bugs of beer. Like two half sizes or two full sizes. It's like probably two thirds of a pint each. Um, it's for Shadokham. So two out of 10. It's not, they were like, zero women in this bar okay but if a woman comes in then everyone's got a mug for him adin yeah i don't think it's that weird i feel like it's a niche they didn't tell me i ordered three beers because i wanted two for myself and one for a guy who had bought me a beer i got six 
Maybe okay. they were just really nice. So you're sharing with five other people. This guy also, he has thrown off at two beers and he shared one with you. Um, listen, Coca-Cola's, expre- uh, Coca-Cola's motto is share a Coke. They're trying to compete with Coca-Cola. Got to start from somewhere. I respect it. So I go for McSorley's. After this, I'm like already decently, decently under the influence. I go back. I meet this guy, Cristiano, the bartender. And he says, come to my apartment. I'm going to make you dinner. And, um, and, and we're going to drink beers and we're going to do this interview. So we drink three beers together after all this other drinking. And he gives me the most insane, unbelievable interview. And I'm just going to give a snippet of what didn't make it to my homework assignment. He tells me that all his family in Italy is fascists. And like, that's a strong reason why he moved from Italy to America, because he is not a fan of fascists. And he goes on to tell me, a story about his grandfather, the biggest fascist of them all in his family. And this is obviously a Confucio related piece it's of information. Grandfather, literally Mussolini. So his fa- no, we didn't say the word Mussolini. I'm glad you brought that up. So he <laughs> says, my grandfather fought for Il Duce. He only ever said Il Duce, which is kind of badass. The, um, the caramel. And um, after World War II, apparently like all the office, and he was like a, a decorated officer. So he had like medals. And after World War II, like all of the um, the officers in Mussolini's army, like were arrested and served jail time for like being a fascist. But um, Cristiano's grandfather ran in, and hid in the countryside and didn't serve any jail time. And eventually like he repatriated or whatever and like was part of society. When Cristiano's grandfather is 94 years old and Cristiano is 14, grandfather pulls him aside and says, listen up. I know you fucking hate me, but you're the communist in the family. He says that because Cristiano is not a fascist. Ergo, he's the communist. Uh, All the rest of the fascist people in my family, they're going to want my medals because everybody else who got arrested with these medals, they got those medals taken away because they celebrated fascism. But I still have mine. And all our fascist people, they're going to want these fascist medals because they're also fascist. But I don't want that. I want to be buried with this shit. So you're going to fucking put me in the ground, you, my 14-year-old grandson. Don't let any of those people who like me put me in the ground. They're going to try to steal my medals. I want you to bury me in the ground and make sure that those medals are on my heart. You understand? And so Cristiano buried his fucking grandpa because to protect these Alone? smiles. Yeah, he pushed everybody away from the gravesite, or at least according to him. I couldn't, uh, I can corroborate this. Like, I'm not going to like go reaching out to Cristiano's like non English speaking Italian family in Rome who are like fascists, be like, hey, fascist friends. Like, is this true? No. So it was just like, just a crazy story. Just the yeah. craziest. Uh, I don't know how much I believe it, but I'll believe it for the sake of stories. I'll be a yes ander. I feel like it's kind of like if a guy scores a touchdown on a nice catch, you got to give him the touchdown, even if he's not in. Like, it doesn't matter if it happened or not. You give it to him for the nice story. Fine. I like this. I, I like both your attitudes, even if I wanted a little more belief. Obviously, over some Castora, there was there was drinking. Um, and dry and No, it was Okay, good. And uh, I didn't even carry a Torah. I, next year, I'm going to bring a, a, a stuffed safer Torah to the West Side and like go into next the Next year, we'll show- be in Yerushalayim. Good call. Next year, I'm going to bring a stuffed safer Torah to Yerushalayim and go to the minion where the people of the Jewish center are and like try to do that thing where like you bring the Torah to the other Torah, like with the very serious people <laughs> of the Jewish center. Anyway, I hosted a small pregame on uh, whatever the first night or second night Yantif, and Ezra shows up and he just has like this drunk ass dude in tow who spent the entire 30 minutes he was in my apartment just talking about how I have green beans. And this dude was drunk. 
And he is my inspiration to not drink for the next uh, bit of time. That and the fact that my body is just like super duper tired and I am sick of alcohol and I've been shitting bricks. Uh, I'm, I'm done drinking for a bit. I had a great time in these five days. Anyway, that is my five days of sobriety in order. So far. Yeah. Um, LCQ, um, what are you going to get things In terms of non-drinking? Yeah. Uh, and non-driving. I think about a week and a half of non-drinking. I committed to a birthday party in like two weeks. It, I wouldn't call it sobriety. <laughs> nah, I mean, it's, it's not like I have an alcohol problem. It just happens to be that there were five days in a row where I was drinking. All right. So uh, much like Gribbons, your shit goes hard. Um, yeah. uh, I guess we can skip uh, these these uh, the first one because it's less interesting. I sat next to, in addition to Ezra on some Kastara, I sat next to Yechil Schwab and he came up with an interesting concept. He said, no matter when I show up to show my new approaches, I get 90 minutes. Show gets 90 minutes. If they finish, they finish. If they don't, they don't. I have 90 minutes to show. How do you guys feel about this approach? It doesn't make sense. I, I do think that you shouldn't like have to stay for Austin Kastara because it's like just the format is egregious. Um, I did attend the Yom Kippur service where they cut moose off because it's quote too long. However, this 90 minutes thing, I'm like, no, you gotta, you, you gotta, gotta stay till the end of Usopp at least. That's, uh, that's what God intended. Yeah. This 90 minutes thing is ridiculous. I'm going to tell you said that. I'm honestly, I'm just going to send him the link. When I went to Yom Kippur, I got to it. It hurts our female listenership if you do that. Tell him to listen on his wife's phone. If he's, I was about to say, no, they should each listen. Okay. We're below 50, so that still works. For now. When I went to Yom Kippur, I got to wear a hat. Ah. Like a a cowboy hat kind of a hat. (laughs) In Shul, Yom Kippur? Yeah, it was Spanish and Portuguese. They all wear hats. Where'd you get a cowboy hat? You You went to Spanish Portuguese for Yom Kippur this year? Yeah. What? (laughs) (laughs) What? Where did you stay? Where did I stay? With uh, Isaac and Rachel. People are Gabby coming in for tomorrow. Oh, they go to Spanish. They go to Spanish Portuguese. I can confirm it, dude. You didn't even walk say hi. I didn't Um, know you were there. Listen, if Ezra Ezra was there, I would have showed up at Ezra's apartment. With green beans. My last my last gentif bit is just a tribute to Prince Nathan, Dancing Queen. When I showed up to dancing on the night of on Sukhastora, Nathan was legitimately a swimming pool. He he had Mamash ruined his mask. He was waterboarding himself with his own sweat. Okay. This dude was going so hard in service of the Torah and Hashem. I did not enjoy the dancing, but I enjoyed the ever-loving shit out of watching Nathan enjoy the dancing. I cannot begin to tell you how much nachas I got just watching Nathan just hi, hi, and then wipe off the sweat with his mask and then put the mask back over his mouth. Oh, gross. <laughs> it was vile as anything I've ever seen. And it was wholesome and it brought me warmth, joy, and genuinely closer to Hashem. And I had to bring this up on Kumfufu. Wow. Um, so, I saw I saw Avi Denikov in a similar situation at his wedding. I believe that. Um, runs in the family. Runs in the family. So this is honestly like I kind of want to like fight you on the episode title because I really love the idea of Prince Nathan dancing queen. It's on the if he is on the show doesn't matter it's such a good little phrase anyway no it's a good uh, teaser too it's is this is a honestly maybe we'll just use that as the teaser that's a good call that's a good call i can i can can bleed at or make an abba themed ad oh 
Oh, now we're really talking. Well, I just monopolized what, the podcast uh, is, for is a Dancing very long Queen time. your favorite ABBA song? I mean, it's definitely the one that's relevant to this one since we're talking about Nathan and royalty and dancing. We could talk about ABBA's. All right, moving on. Um, do you know that Adine's collected rubber ducks for like 20 years? Yes. Okay. Um, Adine, what's your top five rubber ducks? Uh, I have a rubber duck named Kyle. He has an axe. He's a oh, Okay, we're just going full visual podcast. Fine. Kyle, Kyle number one. Kyle, yeah. All right. <laughs> this one? It's okay. Gamer duck. He's got a little uh, controller there. Okay. He's got the same headset as you. It's adorable. Yeah, we're, we're really matching. Your microphone's that. a little further from your bill. I mean, I it's just because the Dean's bill is very short. Uh, I got this one. Uh, go to the Slack. You can see where I got this one. Coming back from Noam's Bris, I was in a. Uh, that Noam. That's honey. That Noam. Yeah, yeah. This is more recent. Coming back, I went to uh, like a rest stop on the side of the road and they had a claw machine with rubber ducks in it. And I was like, I'll be back. <laughs> so I got this one. Uh, this one, US Open 2021. I just uh, got this one last week. Yeah, it's really Tony and I went to the US Open one That's time. A did, you, did you get like the this guy center? Is like, did you get the center stage seats or you just did like the rubber? I didn't get any seats. seats. I just got the rubber duck. Oh, it's fun. It's like 30 bucks and you just roam around everywhere except the main stage. It's a good time. The one thing Joey and I didn't get was the famous honeydew drink. The honeydew. We have time. Honestly, it was the best date you and I have ever gone on. We've gone on dates. This is some of colonial. Is this uh, Ruth Bader duck? It's a Mozart duck uh, from Austria. Yeah, I don't know. Real history from the the Mozart house. Um, Tani LCQ. What all-time great baseball player that I have a rubber duck of? And then for some C to make this go a little faster, think about what city I would have lived in at this time. Um, let's say this is a Chicago one. Sammy Sosa. Um, that is a good call. What about Shoeless Joe Duxon? It's Sammy Sosa. But I told the dean already. So you did? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought <laughs> it was so smart. Remember that we were talking about Sammy Sosa looks like now. <laughs> oh yeah, crazy. It's hilarious. I thought that was oh, a Cal God. Ripken thing. Shoeless Joe Duxon is a good name though. I would buy that <laughs> duck. It's a solid duck. Did you know, uh, Joey, that the double-A baseball team for the Cleveland Indians is the Akron Rubber Ducks? Yes. And did you know that when I went on my baseball road trip, I went to a game there and bought Adin a $50 Rubber Ducks jersey? Wow. Adin, you have a $50 Rubber Ducks jersey? You're wearing that striped piece of shit? <laughs> Don't get me started on this one. This one probably costs more anyway. Do you, do you still have the uh, Rubber Ducks jersey? I think it's in my uh, Maryland house. That's not your house. A team with many houses. But I have many houses. Right? <laughs> He's doing well for himself. <laughs> Honestly, it's disgusting, disgusting to me that you don't bring that with you. It was a yeah. it was a tiny Gavi collaboration. Gavi, it's a, had, it was a good one. Gavi, Gavi paid. I was uh, the schlepper and the uh, the Schlep's idea. a strong word. I brought it from Cleveland to Maryland. It's not such a schlep. I drove hundreds of miles. I went I went west before I came east. After that. Was well, a shirt way. A baseball jersey is a little heavier. Maybe. Okay. A baseball jersey was an it. It was enormous nice. sewn thing for the duck. Not to mention, let's multiply this over the probably like 1,500 miles I drove. Anyway, why is it Dean neat? He's not. Uh, wait, wait, wait. We have a duck ranking. We need a rabbit ranking. Oh, what, 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 why, why are we rabbiting? 
That's just a Bugs Bunny thing. Um, no, Dean's a tidy guy. Uh, Dean and I were uh, doing some work together. Uh, his, well, it, this doesn't really look so tidy because that that was as I just bought box. new shoes. All right, what are you going to do? It is a Zappos box. Um, but no, Dean's a tidy guy. And I just think people should know that. All right, good. Good. Yeah. I'm an inbox zero team. Well, we like I, like I promised, we're gonna we're definitely going 90 minutes today, and pretty much on the dot. We're at 6:45, so I think this is and our cue to zigzags. take a break. Yeah, 6:45, two zigzags, a little break that is uh, potentially ABBA themed. Uh, on the on the flip it's side, it's also potentially talk- John Hogba themed. I love that. I love that. Honestly, there's a lot of ad- there, it's a long episode. If we want to if we want to put in two <laughs> ad breaks, we could do that. We can make some money. Uh, on the flip side, we're going to talk about week three matchups, maybe preview week four, probably not, and uh, make some trade shiduchim. We'll see you on there. Legend has it that on the night of Simcha's Torah, after COVID-19, one man took it upon himself to dance two years of Simcha in just seven fateful hakafot. Wearing a black polo shirt so nobody could see his sweat, this man danced until the sweat was pouring out of his body. No color of polo shirt could hide this type of simcha. He davened the Torah until he reached the highest level. His actions live on in legend, and this is his story. The story of Prince Nathan, Dancing Queen. Simcha's Torah, the liquor flows. Looking out for a show to go. Where the Daven Torah sing Hoshiyanash moves over the Mechitza. Getting launched up in the air. Circle dancing, no time to spare. To Vemet, to Vemet. Lamim, sweat pouring through your mask. And cause you're royalty You are the dancing queen Prince Nathim, JK Prince Nathan Dancing queen, Selsharim Rasheikha Tonight, oh, see that man, Prince Nathan, dancing queen. It is said in a brighter, on the night of Simcha's Torah Eve, one is obligated to drink until he or she dances with the vigor of Prince Nathan, dancing queen. That's not how we do breaks. Like that's such a real break. I was feeling it. I was feeling okay. it. Honestly, it was good ad, but I felt like you didn't really have your emotion in it. I was I the whole time. Wept. I wept. It All felt right. fake. Joey, this was the part of the uh, agenda that you made a lot of work to do. Do you want to? Do you want to lead us through it? Yeah, um, I did a little thing of. Uh, I noticed that a lot of people in the league have uh, like a few key players on one NFL team. So I was looking at um, who the NFL team is for everybody in the league. Um, so starting through their matchup, Jason versus Daniel. Um, Jason's team is Tampa Bay, even though he claims to hate Tom Brady. Um, 
because he has Mike Evans and uh, Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, I believe that. I don't have so much to say about it. And Daniel's team, it might. This is also pre waivers, so a lot of things may have changed. But at the time, Daniel's team was a uh, New Orleans, but only kind of because he has their defense. Um, and Daniel's, Kamara. Daniel's, yeah, but obviously it's Camara, but like he also has a lot of other guys. Oh, he has Tony Jones now, and the Saints defense. Okay, so Daniel's, Daniel's, uh, shout to New Orleans. Uh, shout to them playing their stadium again. Uh, that's really. I don't really have anything on their matchup. I don't think anything's really interesting to say about either of the rosters. Nope, Jason's bad and is getting worse. With uh, he's two and the... one, one and two. What is he? Point is, he's a better record than you. He's one and two. If anybody wants to do a side bet uh, on whether or not I finish ahead of Jason, I promise I will take it. Depend, like I just we have to sort out the terms, but I will take that bet. Don't don't say that before you hear my promising stat. Uh, all the more reason for me to 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 make that bet. I will finish ahead of Jason this year. That's a guarantee. Um, and uh, and for Daniel, uh, yeah, Cooper Cup's real good. Cooper Didn't Daniel Cup. just beat you? I haven't played Daniel, have I? No. Uh, Dean just beat Daniel. Oh, Dean just beat just Daniel. Played Jason. You, we, we, you you made the agenda. Basically. Oh, this is last week. I was thinking it was this week's. Is so, Daniel against one of you? Daniel is not against me. I'm playing Lieb. Okay. And he's definitely not against me because I'm playing you. He's definitely not against me because I'm playing you. Wow, real right. original. <laughs> we'll find out. We'll find out who Daniel's playing later. We could figure out now, but nah. He's playing Gavi. I'm projected to win by 11. 58%. We've been having some strong Kevin Bar leads before games start. Yeah. Honestly, Julio Jones has a questionable performance. Dean, you don't know the difference between Q's and O's. I don't want to hear you about questionable things. He tells me before we get on the podcast, oh my gosh, Jonathan Taylor is out. And I like started freaking out. He was like, oh, he's questionable. I was like, you piece of shit. Um, real talk. Uh, a lot of times if I'm like just writing something real fast, I get mixed up between Q's and G's. Like written writing by hand? Like, like lowercase. A lot of times like I'll write the word like, if I'm just like writing the word guess, I'll write like Q-U-E-S-S, you know? That just means that you're like hunger for queso. Oh, that's fair. Shout out to cheese. Shout out to cheese. Which is older than beer. It is not older than beer. Oh. It's younger than beer. Much younger than beer. Uh, It's like 10,000 years compared to 13,000 years. Oh, wow. So not that Um, much younger. I watched this like TED YouTube video um, about the history of cheese. And it was was pretty interesting. Um, Do you think that people make uh, cheese out of human milk? Because that would definitely bump up the age a lot if that's a... If that's a thing, now, it probably takes a while they, to like because you already have to like, like domesticate mm-mm. cows and start drinking their milk and like do stuff with it. But if it's just human milk, they just kind of left out for a while. You get there real quick. What do you think? Can I can I move us to Newman and Lieb? What do you think should be proper trade value for Nuke right now? Um, well, he's been hurt, good. right? Yeah. These are all accurate. I think hi. Um, I texted Ezra to check in today, and he says, quote, I mean, he's a top five wide receiver. He's been putting up good numbers despite playing through. Ezra loves saying, I mean. Go on. Which will hopefully be held soon. So I think maybe like two backup running backs and a guy I'll drop right away after <laughs> you trade him to me. Okay, that's, that's, that's pretty good. It was funny. And then he insisted that it would be uh, running back one. Even according to the trade chart, it should be running back two right now. But 
uh, good for Ezra for holding true to his guns. I think I'd do the same if I was in his you, spot. You could try Jonathan Taylor for DeAndre Hopkins. I was thinking about it. I don't want to do that right now. I thought that that Jonathan Taylor for sale sign was really funny. That was really funny. I felt attacked, but it was undeniably funny. It was really good. It was a good bit. When you have, I almost you have posted it. on the fantasy football Reddit, but they said no memes on the rules, and I'm like, I'm not trying to get, I'm trying to get in trouble here. You should put it in the fantasy, uh, the the Facebook group for, you know, a Who podcast. Who's this Facebook? What it says, 2013. Not me. Um, well, new and lost, but he still has the most points in the league, and his team does look pretty good. All right, but his teams are Seattle because he has Russell Wilson and Lockett, famously. And Arizona because he has DeAndre Hopkins, Chase Edmonds. So his team is the NFC West, which is the official division of Confuffle. Can you um? Can, how would you portmanteau uh, Seattle and Arizona? Would would it be C Arizona, or is that too much Arizona? That's why. Why are you portmanteauing it? It's Just NFC go. West. Well, he doesn't have Rams or Niners in there. Ariadle. You want to hear ooh, something? Ooh, that's much better. Ariadle. Sounds like Ariodles. Ariodle. Nice. Ariolas. Yeah, shout out to Abe. Shout out to a uh, Fulham football club. If you want to hear something crazy, the NFL coastal division, let me find it from days of yore. Keep, 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 keep going and I'll, and I'll find it. I'll come clean. I've been scratching my nuts for the past three minutes. <laughs> and you're wearing pants. I'm wearing pants. I'm wearing shorts and boxers. I had to untuck my uh, long sleeve underneath, but it was worth it. Um, so Newman's team, very good. The Wilson Lockett combo does give him like insane variability. Like I, I was listening to the end of the Ringer NFL podcast for Monday today. They're like, is Pete Carroll good? Maybe not, but he's also definitely good. He's made like and, he's won several college championships and made multiple Super Bowls. Yeah, no, I, I, that, okay. that's what I'm saying. Listen, like, listen to this division. Listen to this division for the NFL Western Conference Coastal Division. Atlanta Falcons. Los Angeles Rams. No. Baltimore Colts. What? San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> this is a four-team division? <laughs> this country is so dumb at geography, I swear. That was back when all the divisions had names that started with C's. It was like Coastal, <laughs> that Capital, division, Central, and... That, that division single-handedly caused climate change. <laughs> all the travel. All sports oh should be God. East-West. All sports should be East-West. That's push it. Vada. Or north south. All right. Um, I was listening to everything you said, so I was looking at that thing. You're talking about Pete Carroll. Okay, Pete Carroll, good. And then I'll say Ezra's team is not the Tampa Bay running backs because they're terrible and they just cannibalize each other. Yeah, I think at some point it'll be Fournette, but Tampa Bay does what they do. Even if it is Fournette, like, um, who cares? I and to answer the question you you pose on the agenda, I do not think Naheem Hines is good enough for a flex because that team is horrendous. And genuinely, I wonder if Jonathan Taylor is good enough to be a flex. But we're half PPR. It doesn't matter. They are so bad. Have you watched any of their snaps? They honestly look like just like a, a science uh, experiment where you're like trying to like make an implosion. Do you like to see the pocket collapse? It's it's just a disaster. So you think he needs to make money moves? You think that he's a weak two and one? Yeah. Well, no, I don't think he's a week two and one. I just don't think that like, if that's the only question about your team, which generally speaking, I think it is like, you're pretty safe. And like, that's something to be made maybe in fab as opposed to a money move, which to me implies trade. Okay. So then he should reach out to uh Lieb for his R2 because Lieb's got good depth, but not a good team. Why? Well, so. Yo, let's, let's, let's not talk trades until, until our trade shit. Okay. Okay. Leap's team, 
Dallas B squad. I like this call. I like this call a lot. It's fun. It's fun. <laughs> the fact that he's relying on Tony Pollard and CD lamb, which while being a good dish, but not as good as sesame chicken, um, it does leave what to be desired as a fantasy option. Sesame chicken is an elite, elite snack. Snack. Okay. Even dinner. I think I would say elite, elite dinner. Snack. Not, not an elite dinner. Very uh. snack. <laughs> Um, Part of like, the reason that I'm doing the uh, the Saturday night Moses Shabbos thing is because I owe Ezra twenty dollars of Holy Chow <laughs> from five years ago, but apparently they're not open um, Moses Shabbos. The shul here had a week old Chinese food that went bad, so I certainly don't recommend five year old <laughs> sesame chicken. <laughs> this is, this, that that is a safe move. It is a safe move that I support. Um, why do you came what what netter Lee came Lee- on the show Lee came on the show and I said what are your um, new year resolutions for a Rosh Hashanah episode and he's like oh I'm not going to spend $40 on the Ernest Johnson again and here you go spending $31 on Chuba Hubbard I thought I thought CMC is going to be back within two weeks yeah so that could be breaking his netter his I name is it, Chuba yeah there's one B I know, but rhymes, just read so much better as Chuba Hubba Chuba rhymes with Tuba do you know about the former punter slash quarterback Tom Tupa. Look, no. look him up when you get a chance. Tom Tupa, former punter slash quarterback. And like is recently, he, like in the he 90s. Is a beefy boy? Is he a beefy boy? No. Oh, I, I was hopeful he was a beefy boy. Beefy boys in sports are good fun. <laughs> um, uh, uh, he, he also has the Vegas DST and kicker, if you count that as his team. Also, he dropped Tom Brady. And I bid $4 on him, not because I wanted him, because I have Josh Allen, but just as like... Uh, make sure that no one gets him for free kind of thing. I don't think anyone else bid on him. And I know we're 10 quarterbacks and a 10 team league and a one quarterback league, but Tom Brady is the number one player in fantasy right now. I mean, yeah. I, I have to say that I basically didn't do waivers during Yontif and I'm very excited to participate next week. Um, this wasn't waivers. No, I understand. Like I, but like I basically like have, it was waivers, but it's like, oh, you're the floor. I, uh, but, I mean, whatever. I have Mahomes. I'm not picking up another quarterback. But Mahomes is a bye week. He can get hurt. Tom Brady's the number one player in fantasy. That's great. I have. Yeah, I have the number two actual holes. In I, have, I have actual. Okay, holes in he's my worse. Roster. I have actual holes in my roster that I need to potentially fill uh, by using my bench to uh, take shots at guys who might later contribute, as opposed to people who like maybe for a backup or maybe for a buy. I have like real problems to address. And then finally, last thing about Lieb, um, Mike Williams and Corey Davis are definitely memes in our league. And now Mike Williams is having a good year and Lieb got him for three bucks. Yeah, no, uh, Lieb and I had one of the most supportive trade discussions about Mike Williams last week, where I basically asked about the price and Lieb was like, it, it was like basically like a DeAndre Swift, Mike Williams, like a little here, a little there, but basically that was like the gist of it. And we were both like, I really like your player. I really like your player. I'm not sure I'm ready to give up on my player. Maybe we should hold off. Yeah, I really like your instinct picking up that player, drafting that player. It was just like, and then we didn't make any trades. It was just like very supportive. You have DeAndre Swift? Yeah. Gavi didn't keep DeAndre Swift after all that? No, he had Robinson in the end. Um, LCQ, how many weeks has Mike Williams been on a full roster? 54. When was he drafted in the NFL? Uh, like four or five years ago. That's it? No way it was that, that recently. Feels like eight. Mike I'm gonna say Williams. Mike Williams has been rostered. He's 26 years old. 
So then I'm going to say Mike Williams has been rostered for 45 weeks. Um, Mike Williams was drafted seventh pick overall to the 2017. And Mike Williams has been on a full roster six weeks total. What? Including this wow. Wow. He's definitely not as big a meme as Corey Davis, but he's That's, jumping. I had him on my team last year for a while. I traded him with Yaakov. Um, I believe it. I believe it. Yaakov had him on his roster for a little bit. I think Yaakov picked him up on waivers and traded him to me. This doesn't sound accurate, honestly. That sounds like something I would do. <laughs> I have Tim Patrick. If, listen, we're, we're not doing trades for ourselves, but I have Tim Patrick. Your identity. If, if Tim Patrick scores 20 I have, this week I and have, I lose because of it, I'm going to be very upset. I have your Neshama on my team. All right, I'm uh, moving on. But also, um, regarding Mike Williams being surprisingly young, um, Brandon Cooks is currently 27, and Tori, Terry McLaurin is currently 26. That's wild. But I think Brandon Cooks turns 28 like today or tomorrow. Um, however, maybe maybe even yesterday. Um, so good jobs, good jobs to Brandon Cooks for his birthday. Yeah, you really, you're, really, you're really big on Brandon Cooks this year. Well, it's not th- I, I bid three dollars on him. Seems um, seems Mike Williams, and he's been one of the best receivers. And I benched him last week, unfortunately. Nebuch. He's the um, number thirty-one player, including quarterbacks. Yeah, that's uh, that's tough. Last week was disappointing for for me. I lost a quarterback matchup, which is basically something my team can never afford. Um, and uh, and James Robinson had his first real game of the year. And on top of that, my team really just kind of trashed the bed. Um, it, it was not, it, it was not great, especially considering that was the week Denver played the Jets, which was just a gift to me. Denver has been so smug about their three and zero record, and their opponents are zero nine. I'm 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 kind of in between my fence and Denver defense, you know, situations right now. Oh, so you're claim and kicker. Okay, so you claim that Denver is your team and not the Green Bay backups. Yeah. Because you have AJ so. Dillon and Marquez Valdez canceling. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. I'm the Denver boy here. I feel like MVS has also been rostered for exactly six weeks. Uh, <laughs> I can find out. <laughs> it's not um, so interesting. But yeah, this is the first week where Tani actually deserved to lose. Yeah, for um, sure. But are you ready? Are you ready for my encouraging Tani stat? Joey, this is as wholesome as it gets. Yes, wholeheartedly, I am absolutely looking desperately for reasons to be excited about this fantasy team. Please raise my soul. Okay. Um, there have been eight times, including you this year, that a team has started 0-3. Okay. This is the second time you've done it. Oh, was Did... Garcola Avenue? Or uh, was it... Uh, no, it was Drakebox Zero. 2015, you started 0-3. But then you finished the regular season eight and five, and you won a championship. I was Drake Box Hero. So listen, I was my down, first championship. You're down, but not out. That the only other time you started, I went three. You won it all, um, and I guess you finished what? Did, if eleven and on an eleven and two tear, if you count the the playoffs. It's a good call. That's a good call. Uh, you want to hear some more encouraging tiny stats? Um. Yahoo still projects me to finish third. Yahoo power rankings still have me one. Yahoo means nothing, but I'm, I'm grasping at straws, dude. So I'll take you. what you offer. I'll take what you offer. I'll take what Yahoo offers. If somebody else has reasons for me to be excited about this team, I'll take that too. 
I accept wholeheartedly. I say, thank you. All right. And then, I really think this is a good team. And then a lot of what made this agenda long is really your section. Um, and they're all pretty quick. Tani left 26.5 points on the table, as in what your score was versus your optimal score. Yeah. Gothi's points on the table, 26.6. And you're against uh-huh. him, so that, that's fun. Um, your average points against is 165. It's really not fair. <laughs> LCQ. Um, what was the highest average points against every year in Kofofo before this year? Who, every who, year? No, no, like what was the highest before your once of all the completed seasons was the highest points against 131 136 136 i'm done 143 adin should have always always trust your gut instinct um 131 has been done twice uh ezra in 2018 jesse in 2019 that's year jesse like blew his um he should have made a playoffs and then blew it like seven losses in a row but because of the points against best year best year Oh yeah, then Adin <laughs> finally made the playoffs. Little Adin adjusted for inflation at 131. Um, Tani, if you adjusted for inflation, your points against is 151. It's still not great. Still not great because the highest before that was Jesse in 2019, and it was 128. <laughs> <laughs> people are really. I, I, what we're trying to say is, I bring the best out of people. I bring uh, the best out of people. Other LCQ. What is the second highest points against this year? Not adjusted for inflation. I'm not looking, and I'll just say... 131. Uh, 128. Gavi has 138. So, Tani's points against is definitely insane. Uh, how do you feel? You, so, you see, you're saying you feel good about your team. You got Diggs, Woods, and Taylor all uh, struggling. I so feel good about Diggs decent. and Woods. I feel good about Diggs and Woods. Like, they're both... T- players whose talent like i don't doubt in really good situations taylor really 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 makes me anxious um and which rank the english words digs woods and taylor um uh, adine um, you're raising your hand nah i'm doing a a tier in the air I'm gonna go i'm gonna go woods number one okay do like me some trees. Go Taylor number two because I like a good suit. And all. Diggs is a verb. Doesn't belong in this category. Yeah, but Diggs and Woods go together, you know? Yeah, but like only if you're talking about theme. Like I'm talking about subject of speech or, you know, part, part of speech. Yeah, but I like Taylor number one because it's. A oh, bad. you really had to put Hollywood Brown on the agenda. I just, it hurts me. He could have had, I still would have lost. If he had caught all those, I still would have lost. Same. Which just speaks to the points against, but it still sucks ass. Oh my god, it's just, what's his deal? What the, what the fuck? What the, it's, it's your team? What the fuck? What the actual? Apparently, before fuck? the game, he just tweeted, "Yak," as in yards after catch. So I guess that's where his mindset was. He was just trying to get those yaks, not catch the ball. And also, like I heard the stat that um, his drops come in bunches. Like every time he gets a drop, he gets them all the same game. Then he, like he's pretty consistent. Oh um, but yeah, Hollywood Brown could go fuck himself. Uh, listen, like it all worked out um, for for you, maybe. Yeah. How many points did your kicker put up? Like nineteen point two. That's almost as much as Denver's defense. I mean, it's just matching up those special Madden, teams. And... Madden is making Justin Tucker a temporary overall ninety nine. What the hell so, is that? I think he's like currently. I think it's like the best kicker in the game, but it's like overall it's like an 88 or something stupid. Yeah, that's kind of dumb. That's really dumb. I mean, uh, like he is definitely the goat kicker, 
Like I want him to have more playoff things before before like in terms yeah of, I was like, thinking about it. It's very clear like, like um, Vinatieri. It's a very clear like him versus Vinatieri. It's like a Manning versus Brady argument where Vinatieri has longevity and playoff success. Like, except, except, except that like except that Tucker is like a significantly better kicker just in terms of like pure kicking uh, relative to Vinatieri than um, like Brady to Manning. Like that 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 was still pretty close. Like Brady and Manning. So you're saying it's like Manning and Manning? I'm saying the comp you made is right, even if it's not exactly one-to-one. Also, it's kicking. Uh, yeah. And DeAndre Swift, so I did know he was on your team once. Uh, DeAndre Swift <laughs> is Swift. He's doing well. I, I really like him. He, if, if anybody's interested in running backs, he's the guy I'm kind of shopping. Um, not because I don't like him. I definitely like him more than Jonathan Taylor, but um, I kind of need stuff. Rank the words Swift and Taylor. Oh, Swift number one. You know, that's a Pokemon move that never misses. Okay. Same with Earthquake, I think. It'd be cool if you had someone on your team named Lord, so you could like a Lord and Taylor. Well, yeah. We'll take what we got. I really didn't like Lord's most recent album. Did I, did I rant about this on this podcast? Uh, a, a Dean Raymond. Like, he, he was always chatting about it, the baseball thing. Oh, man. And somebody in my in my graduate class posted on her Instagram today, um, like, say, like, quotes from Lord about how special this album was. And I was like, oh, I guess, like, I do not care for your opinion right now. Is the album cover a butt or is it just that song that's a butt? Oh, no, it's the album cover. Okay, so shout outs to butts. Honestly, Lord gives you a very similar angle on her album cover as, uh, you know, a certain Kesher board member does in the Zoom calls. Got him. All right. Um, me and Yaakov. Yaakov's team is the Patriots, uh, not because he has so many Patriots, but because he started Nelson Aguilar. <laughs> Yaakov is not in a great spot. He is definitively in a worse spot than me, and I am 0-3, and I'm the only 0-3 in the league. All right, but all things considered, Yaakov scored 100 points, and that was more than he should have gotten because he only had 44 points from yards. So he got like 60 points from touchdowns, defense, and kickers. Um, and then this is a stat I stumbled oh. upon. One time, Adin had 46 yards, uh, 46 points from yards, and he ended up with 138 points total. Adin was, was that one of the crazy uh, when when he had Pat's D? I think it was. I think yeah, it was when Pat's D was his highest score for like most of the year. It's yeah, like yeah, a yeah. 25 pointer. Yeah. Yeah. So he had 44 points from touchdowns and 40 points from his kicker and defense. So he scored 138 points. I, I, I just thought that was crazy. Honestly, that's just fan- strong fantasy managing. Yeah. I'm sure Honestly, at the time, I think at the time I'm sure I said it was trash, but now we're pro Adin <laughs> these days. No, we're a pro Adin podcast. Um, do you think it's time for Yakov to tank? Yes, but it's yeah. not time for you to tank. He's got is he on three? No, he's one and two. He's got a better record than you. <laughs> Everyone's got a better record than me. I'm the only on three team in the league. Definitely got to make some moves, but it's not time to tank. But it's nah, it's not it's time three. to tank. There's not no only re- only, you're, no one's there's no reason to tank before we click either. seven. In it's two keepers. What are you gonna do? Um, plus, like it's an extra week of the season this year. So, yeah. uh, do you know when the playoffs are? Is it is it like just all pushed back a week? Yeah, it's all just pushed back a week. Uh, we talked about it in the pod, but I'm relying on Cincinnati because got Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon, which I'm happy about. Um, but I'm also relying on Atlanta, which I'm Heath's not happy number about. Two. Hmm? Heath's number two. What's a, what's what's uh, what's the asking price for Calvin Ridley these days? Let's say for the league. A running back. What kind? 
a fast one that could break tackles, score touchdowns. Yeah, what about Jonathan? Jonathan Taylor? Mm, I wouldn't say no. Yeah, whatever. Maybe we'll talk. Um, that's uh, yeah. I mean, this is this is solid uh, self assessment. Uh, a solid team. Joe Mixon blowing up for you and not for Jason is just so spectacular. It's really just mwah, chef's kiss. Um, this is a stat I just want to put in. Like, I want to start doing this every week um, to give like the crown the person with the most points on the table. So mm-hmm. this week I was the one with the most points on the table. Um, and then Adine, listen. With how many? You're gonna give me the stat and not tell me how many? Like forty. Fine, I'll tell you how many. <laughs> no, finish your thought. Uh, Adine, Tim Patrick's gonna rip your team to shreds this week. It's a double means, TP redemption match. Uh, which means he's gonna rip my team to shreds because it's against the Ravens. But he's gonna rip your team to shreds. More importantly, uh, it's all about no offense this week, guys. It could be about both. Um, 41 points on the table, as wow. opposed to Jesse, who only had 40 points on the table. Jesse had 40 <laughs> points on the table? Yeah. Joey, can we it makes sense about... I played him. What a serious FP move that was. Please, go on with Jesse. That was really good. <laughs> All right. Um, Jesse's team is the Bears, because he has Allen Robinson and David Montgomery, which does not put him in a good place. But everyone's got thumbs up. I was happy about it. <laughs> I think was happy about it because I mean he beat Jesse, but barely. He beat Jesse. Uh, yeah, I needed a better defense and kicker. Right? <laughs> Every just... single person on my team except uh, one person scored over ten, which is what I'm looking for. Would you trade your two years ago self for the Patriots defense? <laughs> no. Would you sacrifice points then to do better now? Because you won. You don't need it. Um. Like Jesse's team has been bad two out of three weeks. He was bad against Adine. He was bad against me. So it was nice of him to show up against Tani. Um, in my best week, too. It was really rude. It was, well, it was your best week, too. It was everybody's best week, too. It was in week two. So uh, Jesse wasn't ready bad. for random hovenims right there. <laughs> you just got rexed. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. That was really good. Whoa, Adine. Well done. Shouts Whoa. to Rex. Um, and Najee Harris, listen, the Steelers are beat up at wide receiver. Um, so he's not good, but it was the yep. most frustrating game to watch. Cause he what did he have like catches. 17 targets. He had 14 catches. I think he had 20 <laughs> targets. It was, yeah. It's something, something crazy. So maybe he'll keep it up. Um, I don't know. Dean, your points against is stupid. Yes. Um, we're here to talk about your team. So while. Um, Leave has a Dallas B team. Adin has a Dallas A team. So already puts himself in a better position. Um, and you escape with one of Monday Night Football. You want you want to talk about Don't that? I have a decent points for. Like at least I'm doing all right on the points for. It's not like I'm really getting away with it. You're really getting away with it. For just total points against. Tani's total points against is yeah. 495, and your total points against is 313. So you have about 60 percent the points against Tani has. That is so frustrating. He had 19, 19 uh, looks, 19 looks in the air, 14 on the ground. That is sustainable for Najee. Um, but Adin, you talk about, you talk about your team while I look up what people's record would be if it was, if they played every team every week. All right. The goal is to get uh, 30 points out of Kyler Murray every week. 10 from the goal is the expectation. Guys. It's huh? the demand. It's the demand, frankly. Nah, Kyler could put up 30 every week. If I get 12 from all my other guys and then 
16 combined defense and kicker. That puts me at like 120 every week. 130. Huh. Yeah. That's the plan. Um, uh, Dean, if you played every team every week, both of us um, would have 14 wins. And if Tani played every team every week, he'd have 16 wins. And that's out of 27. 16 and 11 is really good. Yaakov, LCQ. How many would Yaakov have? Six. Adin. Five. Ooh, I uh, I was rooting for you, Tani, when you said six, but then Adin said five, which is correct. Whatever it means uh, directionally, we're all we're on the same headspace. Um, who leads the leap? Who leads the leap? Ezra. Leap. What? Seventeen. Zank. Zank. He uh, properly distributed, I suppose. All right, so it, oh, he's two on one. Any, anyone could be two on one. Adin's going to be three on one after tonight. After tonight? You're just going to outscore my entire team on a Thursday night? Yeah. Mixon and Chase will have 50 points each, and you're not going to break 100. Nader. Ouch. Wow. I thought we, we, we passed Nader's season. Um, are, it's are always Nader's season. Actually, actually, no. Adin's going to add up exactly 100. Mixon and Chase will combine for exactly 100. And then um, Tim Patrick will have a negative four-yard reception. To give me that point one, it's <laughs> good, and everybody else will just be flat zero. Um, what's your side bet, you two? You two, we don't need a side bet. I got a big side bet next week. That's real. Right. Dean, you sense. come with me to terms. Listen, I can accept it, but listen, if I no, if I win this week, I want Tim Patrick, I'll trade him to you, sure. <laughs> yeah, but I want uh, him for a backup. No matter what happens this week, I will trade you Tim Patrick for Adam Thielen. No matter what happens. <laughs> um, should we? Uh, it's seven sixteen, so we got fourteen minutes uh, left. Dean, who we... is on your bench? Let's I literally just picked up the greatest compilation of guys from the bench ever. All right, it's so. Speaking fun. of a Dean collecting ducks, he has Kenyon Drake, <laughs> Raheem Moore, um, Quintez Cephas, Zach Pascal, Ty Johnson, the corpse of Josh Jacobs, and J. Michael Hasty on his IR. Yeah, Dean, none of those guys should be. None of those guys will be in the NFL next year. Jason kept a guy who's worse than all of these players. Well, we'll see. We'll see what Justin Fields puts together. Uh, we're still early. Um, has he started Mooney? No. Yeah, he hasn't started this guy in the first four weeks. He scored one point four points last week. Thirty nine percent rostered. He's got LCQ. A question, he's got how a many, questionable. How many groin, players? Which is how not many a players? Want to describe you? How many players on a Dean's bench has? Um, has uh, uh, Darnell Mooney outscored on the season so far? Because I'm pretty sure the answer is zero. I'll say two. I'd say right one. Now. One. It's probably Ty Johnson. The forward Tani player. Only Ty Johnson. Zank. Not what you want to hear. Well, he's and also that's like including Josh Michael Jacobs. Hitchy. And that's and that's including Josh Jacobs. Who played one weeks. game, yeah. But he had Oof. 16 in the one week, so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Adin, your last chance. Anything else you want to tell the world about your team? You still guarantee losing in the finals? <laughs> I'm putting my money down on it. I'm doubling down. He's in a good spot at 3-0, but like not deserved. So, you know, he, he set himself up yeah. to, to follow every, through on his... Every 3-0 team in history has made the playoffs. So, wow. I'm happy Dude. there's an extra week. Looks like you're making history one way or another. Um, last thing. Uh Let's uh, let's end with these trade shooters, huh? All right, um, you go first, Donnie. So, um, 
I think that Lee is in a very good position to be trading wide receivers. And I think that Jason's wide receiver core is uh, fairly unreliable. So I have put together actually a fairly robust trade, um, some upside for both. And I think some appropriate um, uh, more stability for Jason uh, and more concentrated upside for Lee. So I went with uh, Saquon and Jalen Waddell for Mike Williams, Devontae Smith and Corderell Patterson. Saquon and Waddle for Mike Williams, Devonta Smith, and Coral Patterson. Oh, Coral Patterson doesn't really matter. I disagree. And Waddle doesn't really matter. Um, so it's really Saquon for Mike Williams and Devonta Smith. Uh, running backs are so valuable. Running I still backs don't have know. a lot of value. Eh, Patterson could do something. Saquon might just implode, though. Yeah, but like running backs are so valuable. There's literally like six starting running backs right now in the entire NFL. Yeah. And that includes no. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> and now you're, now you're just uh, like um, catering to Jason. Yeah. I, I would I would still rather have Saquon and Waddle than those three guys. Wow. Okay. You don't think it's uh, it's shy for both guys though? Uh, maybe. I'm not looking at the rosters right now. All right. Well, that's, uh, that's my suggestion. Um, I think it's a uh, decently fair. Uh, the fact and that Jason Joey... has no Jason, Jason has receivers. No, like, I don't. I just don't feel like they're reliable. Anyway, that was my thing. You could take Waddle. Certainly not reliable. Waddle's upside. That's not, that's. Uh... But the point of the story is, you know, you can take it or leave it. This is just content. Take a chance on me. That's a reference to the ad. Maybe nice. A Dean. <laughs> uh, yeah, Tony. I think the problem here is he really taking all of Daniel's bad luck. So I think you should give him back a nice trade in return to give him the bad luck back to get yourself back on track. He needs a tight end. You're trying to trade a couple of tight ends. You know who he's starting a tight end? Kyle Pitts. Okay. It's embarrassing. Take. It's embarrassing. He put up 9.8 points as high and five of the other two games. Basically a non-fact. You've got Goddard. He's got a couple of nice guys on his bench. You can make a nice trade here. You know what? I'll put in this trade literally right now. We'll, we'll see what happens. I'm just trying to find his team. Mr. Snuffleupagus Farad. Let's see. I mean, how much has uh, Dallas Goddard scored? He is. I clicked on the wrong thing. Dallas Goddard right here. He's got over 20 points on the season. Kyle Pitts hasn't scored 20 points in his entire NFL career. So I think my tight end averaging point. 20 points if we're just talking for the sake of talking. You know what? I, I'm putting in this trade offer right now. I'm literally proposed this trade. It's averaging 19 points, my bad. That's Guys, really Travis Kelsey, trade, I love him. I, I don't understand. Yeah. Maybe Derrick Henry, but like I don't understand how Travis Kelsey is not the second best player in fantasy, like just in terms of uh, how you value them, because he is so much better than every other tight end. And He's real good. It, it sheps. He, he mama sheps. What'd you get Henry for, like 60? Yeah. No, that was such a good deal. That was a good deal. And I got Kelsey for 43. Like, I'm happy. Hatine, who are you happy about? Tyler. What'd you get him for? He got him for like 20, though. Yeah, I got 19. him for uh, a little bit less than Tony got Mahomes. And you could have gotten Tom Brady, best player in fantasy football, for free. Yeah, but I've always had Tom Brady. He's, I mean, we have a top combo, me and Brady. Wombo combo. That you both being Giselle. No, nah, that I've got. <laughs> okay, it is that time there. of but year. I've had him for uh, a lot of weeks. Um, my I, trade. I, I like that. Thank you, Adin. My I trade. Lieb, thank you. Lieb the taco. Um, Lieb is two and one, so he can. 
afford to be a little patient. Taco's 0-3. He needs to win this week. And what's this? Who's he playing this week? Jakob is playing. He is against Ezra, but it's supposed to be a one-point game. Interesting. The uh, Yahoo's not believing Ezra anymore. They really Ezra's like projected like 140 every game. projected at 120. Wow. How the money have fallen. Um so leaves where's, to where's the oh because of Alexander Madison versus uh uh Dalvin Cook. It projected Madison for seven. Oh, because that, I think that's Dalvin not Cook gonna blank. last. Yeah, Dalvin Cook's last. projected for 17. Um yeah. so leaps two and one, he go forward be a little patient. Yaakov is in dire straits. Therefore, um Lieb gives Yak Yaakov gives Leaves AJ Brown, who's hurt but good. And Lieb, whose name is TJ Wakawakasan, gives Yaakov um Clyoverts either. Steal a draft. Because he's just a starting running back and can help him right now. So you're saying AJ Green first? AJ Brown. Oh, AJ Brown. Yeah. That right. is Right now, Yako's starting Devin Singletary, Kareem Hunt at running back. CEH is not good, but running backs are so valuable in this league. So give them the running back that's playing right now. We'll continue to play for the rest of the season for AJ Brown, who can help lead down the stretch. I kind of want to trade for AJ Brown now. <laughs> You're over three, Tani. I'm really not worried about my team right now. I'm putting in an offer. Zank. Okay. I'm I'm saying on this podcast I'm I'm gonna send it and uh, maybe maybe this will be released before uh, we get a response from Yakov. Maybe this not. Not be the that, first time you traded with Yakov on the pod. Jonathan Taylor for AJ Brown. Thoughts, both of you. Go for it. I would rather have Thank Jonathan you. Taylor, uh, so I would take it if I was Yakov. I would you take would. it if I was Yakov. I have I have DeAndre Swift and Derrick Henry already. Yes, yeah, so I'm starting Marquise Brown. Hollywood's amazing. He just can't. I have catch. to say though, I would never trade into getting a second guy on the same team at that high value. That's true. You have all the Cowboys. I know, and I hate it, so I don't want to trade into it. I like uh, having guys on the same team. I like that. You know, whatever the Bengals do, I'm a part of it. I feel it with the Cowboys, but then Pollard just gets everything. The Cowboys have so much stuff. It's it's rough. If all the teams to pick, why to pick the Cowboys? America's team. You're the darling of the league. Or Ezra's throwing a league. Who's throwing a league? I'm not going to make this trade. It makes a point. I don't want to do that. Thank you. Both, you both voted against it, basically, from my perspective. So, all right. It just makes rooting for fantasy harder. Yeah. All right. Maybe he'll take Tyson Williams for AJ Brown. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I do that. (laughs) All right, guys. Anything else? Um, No, it looks like there's uh, some smoothie making happening. We're five Uh, minutes from 90 minutes. Wow. Should we just waffle for five minutes? Um, what's How your favorite the ad? What's your favorite foliage? Uh, oh, true that. Okay, well, here's the thing. You can help me brainstorm on the ad. Um, I like John Hogma, but I don't know what he is a coach for. Like, I was thinking he's like a laning teacher. Like, he That's, could be like but that. But John Hogma is like not time sensitive at all, as opposed to Abba, which is yeah, Prince also, and dancing queen. Also, Adine, your dad never responded to my email. I don't know what this whole email thing is about. I emailed your dad asking if he would do an ad as Kermit the Frog. And then, like, I thought about doing an ad as Kermit the Frog, but then Ezra said my invitation wasn't good enough. So I'll put that on the shelf. Joey, what do you think the likelihood is, is that we get the celebrity that you're trying to get on the show? He didn't respond, so zero. That's tough. 
That's uh, 0 for 2 with uh, NFL adjacent celebrities. <laughs> Shomer uh, Shabbos NFL adjacent celebrities. I know, I know. Well, it's a suffix Shomer Shabbos on this guy, but it, I think it was a good ha'ara. Tell him about your theory. Um, I was looking for practice reports to see who's playing. And I noticed that like the NFL sports update guy doesn't post on Chag, even second day Chag. So I took a, I took a shot. Nice. But it didn't work. Didn't work. It's the thought that counts. Much like NFL update on Shabbos didn't work. And Chag. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. You know, you know what they say, ain't gonna work on second day. Much like <laughs> much like Joey. Yeah, it didn't work on second day. I should have You didn't do Excel work. SQL work ish. I, I you worked in SQL? Who are uh, you? A, a, a Dean worked in SQL. A, a Dean worked in SQL. A Dean worked in SQL. Well, For the both. spreadsheet SQL. Uh, nice. Nice, nice, nice. Well, thank you both. Oh, I might have gone, Joey, to, what's, I might what's, have gone to Manhattan yeah. if you guys told me it was a scene. I didn't it's know there Stora. was a scene and I was here. Um, you're always welcome, Joey, especially when there's a scene. Um, can we get an update on you first? speaking with the, uh, with the spreadsheet guy? Uh, he never called. Wow, what a dick. But I spoke with a dean who's honestly more qualified than the spreadsheet guy. Can we um can we write him a bad review on Yelp? I still need him. <laughs> Sounds right. funny. This guy's having coffee so late. Yeah, yeah. Ah, you're making the crumbles right now on the podcast. No, the podcast. Wait, is, Joey, the podcast Joey, Joey, is Joey, over. Joey, the podcast Joey. is over. No, no. I have one final comment to make. I'm really <laughs> upset. Because you told me I'm not always welcome in your house. Tani said I'm always welcome in his house. He said you're always welcome in his house. Oh, I Where's the reciprocity? I, I thought about doing Ibrahim Habim because Kevin was on last week and open door policy for Kevin. And then you're on this week and there's not open door policy for you. Uh, I, I did think about that. Uh, and it is fact. I'm- it's really full circle that uh, as we finish up the episode, Ari's using the thing that you, <laughs> that you commented on in the beginning. Uh, thanks so much, everybody. This was a 90-minute podcast plus the ad. So uh, really happy that we were – honestly, I had a great time. I told my mom in advance of this episode that I was really excited. That, like, really, the tent was heavy this week, and I think we delivered. I really do. What should the ABBA have to everybody. Prince Nathan, Dancing Queen. Oh. Write a, like, literally just write a Prince Nathan spoof. Sing okay. it. Oh, I'm not going to sing it. That's like hard stuff to sing. You said you were going to um, cry, but you weren't really that emotional in it. You know what? In Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again, the sequel to the movie Mamma Mia, Cher plays Meryl Streep's mom. Cher is two years old than Meryl Streep. If you sing just like straight, I will see if I can uh, put your vocals through a vocoder and like get you all like funky, funky for that. Abba, they're like a Swedish sensation. They're a band. I'm a one man. I feel like if you sweep the nation of Sweden, it's not really that much of a sweep. Well, (laughs) 